If you look at the new DJI Mini 4 Pro in a vacuum, it's an absolutely excellent drone with some insanely good features. However, when you throw in this bad boy, which is last year's DJI Mini 3 Pro, it starts to make you question whether or not the 4 Pro is actually the best value ultralight drone to buy right now. In this episode of Tech Focus, we're going to look at the features the Mini 4 Pro offers over the Mini 3 Pro, and ultimately try and decide whether you should upgrade if you already own the Mini 3 Pro like I do, or which drone you should buy if you haven't got either of these yet. So without further ado, let's crack on. So let's get straight into the comparison. I'm mainly going to focus on the features that are different between the Mini 4 Pro and the Mini 3 Pro, but we'll also touch on what is the same as well. So first of all, the Mini 4 Pro is actually slightly larger than the Mini 3 Pro when it's folded. This is a really small difference, it is the order of magnitude of single digits of millimetres in, in size like difference, so it's really not going to make that much of a difference, but I just thought I'd mention that it is slightly bigger. In terms of flight time, these drones actually have the exact same flight time with the basic battery that you get with the drone. However, you can also buy the Intelligent Flight Battery Plus, which gives you, interestingly, two minutes of more flight time on the Mini 3 Pro, so last year's drone, than on the Mini 4 Pro. Saying that, you get 45 minutes of flight time on the Mini 4 Pro as opposed to 47 minutes on the Mini 3 Pro. That difference is so minimal and that flight time is insane on both of those drones that this really isn't going to make that much of a difference. Another minor difference is that the Mini 4 Pro actually comes with 2GB of internal storage, whereas the Mini 3 Pro didn't have any sort of internal storage and obviously you just have to use uh, an SD card. So 2GB isn't a lot of storage, especially when you're filming like 4K video. But it's nice to have that as a little backup in case you are, you know, seeing the most crazy sunset you've ever seen in your life and you've forgotten your SD card. At least you can get a quick shot of that or you can take like a few raw photos of that so that you've got something to capture that memory. So next up is video and this is where the kind of meaningful differences between the Mini 4 Pro and the Mini 3 Pro start. So first of all, you can shoot HDR video up to 4K at 60 frames per second now whereas it was limited to 4K at 30 frames per second on the Mini 3 Pro. You also get access to 4K up to 100 frames per second on the Mini 4 Pro, whereas you were limited to 4K 60 frames per second for your slow motion stuff on the Mini 3 Pro. So this is going to be really good for shooting more action shots. I'm personally not shooting that much kind of stuff, so that doesn't really bother me. But for certain people who shoot action sports, for, for example, this can actually be quite a meaningful upgrade. Next we have night mode for video in the Mini 4 Pro and this is something that isn't included in the Mini 3 Pro. So a nice additional feature here which should allow you to get better cleaner images from your drone at night when you're shooting. You also have a light under the drone now where if you can see this image on the screen here for anyone who's watching on YouTube, you can see on the bottom of the drone now we have a dedicated light so that you can actually see the drone a lot clearer in dark situations when you're shooting with it, which is a really nice added feature because the worst thing to have is for you to lose your drone, especially when you're shooting it at night. So if you can see it really clearly in the sky, that's going to be a really nice feature there. This is a video from Mark McGee on YouTube who has made some really good videos in the past on DJI drones. And this one is showcasing the night mode on Mini 4 Pro. And it looks really good in my opinion. I think it looks really clean. Um, but you can see here he's switching now to night mode here and you'll see the difference. You get more detail in the shadows uh, and you, it looks like an overall cleaner image than the just shooting in normal mode using high ISO. So 
I think that's going to be quite a good feature, especially for things like cityscapes. We now get access to the D-Log M picture profile on the Mini 4 Pro for a expanded dynamic range, basically. Um, you still have 10-bit video, the same as you have on the Mini 3 Pro, but the Mini 3 Pro is limited to shooting D-Cine-like, which has slightly less dynamic range than D-Log M, basically. Fundamentally, they both have 10-bit videos, uh, so you could still grade them the same realistically and um, you should probably get slightly better dynamic range on the mini 4 pro so just bear that in mind so one of the major differences between the mini 3 pro and the mini 4 pro is that the newer drone now gets omnidirectional obstacle avoidance sensors so you it can see up down left right forward and back so you're basically fully protected when it comes to flying your drone in either the um, cinematic mode or normal mode these obviously get deactivated when you're flying in sport mode, but it's nice to have that extra protection on the Mini 4 Pro if you are flying in places where you have lots of trees or lots of different obstacles to avoid. And this is going to be especially useful for people who really use a lot of the active track features because that's a big worry when you're using active track. If the drone on the Mini 3 Pro, if it flies to the left or the right, it's not going to stop if an obstacle gets in the way and it's just going to crash. Whereas now you've got sideways optical avoidance or object avoidance sorry so you shouldn't crash in that situation at least as easily as you would with the mini 3 pro this video actually shows billy kyle testing out his mini 4 pro and he actually crashes it using when he's using the uh, sensors it goes straight into a tree it does have a limitation in terms of how quickly it can stop when it's flying with active track so it could have been that he was just flying a bit too fast and it didn't pick up the sensors in time for it to stop but um, it looks like there's a few bugs with the active track features currently on the Mini 4 Pro because he ran into some issues in this video where it would fly into random you know, in between trees and get stuck and stuff like that. So I think there's still a few issues to iron out with um, the features on the DJI mini 4 pro so far and they should hopefully come with firmware updates another part of mark mcgee's video he actually shows himself riding through a load of trees with active track on and it works really well in avoiding and dodging obstacles like the, the trees basically and keeping him in frame even when he goes behind trees it still tracks him really well so i think the tracking has been upgraded here um, and you do get really good tracking on the mini 3 pro but you don't have the peace of mind of having omnidirectional obstacle avoidance so it's really important that we have this feature on the mini 4 pro now so speaking of active track the mini 4 pro gets what dji calls active track 360 which basically allows you to more easily control which part of the subject the drone is keeping in shot the front back left or right of a person for example and this also allows you to customize where the drone is positioned in relation to the subject a lot more easily and allows for smooth transitions between the positions that you choose. So where if you switch from behind a person to being to the right of a person, there's a smooth transition between those two positions. This is quite a cool feature and something that isn't obviously available on the Mini 3 Pro. There's a quick video from Jevin Dovey actually showing you the interface here and it's kind of uh, a little circle with the positions from you know front left right uh, and back and then you can decide kind of if you're above the subject or if you're a bit lower and things like that based on on that using these little circles on the screen so it's a fairly easy interface to use and it's a bit different from you know using like spotlight for example to move the drone but still focus on a person it makes it a little bit easier for you and a little bit more hands-off i think which is kind of interesting there's now also an augmented reality return to home feature 
which basically guides you visually where you need to go to get to your home point again. It's quite an interesting feature. If we look at this video from Flight Path, he actually shows you how it looks on the interface. So it gives you this kind of green indication of where your path is to return to home and it flies, helps you fly back to that. And it shows you where the drone is gonna go in return to home. And it tries to avoid any objects that are in the way, for example. So it's quite an interesting feature. And I think it's it's kind of an you know added feature rather than something that's essential in my opinion, because you can still follow the map to find where your home point is if you can't see the drone, which you always should be able to see the drone anyway, but you can follow your map to get back pretty easily. So not a massive issue, but uh, it's not just a nice quality of life update for the Mini 4 Pro over the Mini 3 Pro, I guess. The Mini 4 Pro also uses a brand new transmission system. So we've got the 04 transmission system this time, rather than 03 that was used in the Mini 3 Pro. The live feed of your drone is now upped from 1080p at 30 frames per second with the DJI Mini 3 to 1080p at 60 frames per second with the Mini 4. So this is again a nice quality of life up update, but it's not essential in my opinion. I think the uh, video is smooth enough uh, as it is on the DJI Mini 3 Pro and the DJI RC, but again, a nice quality of life update. The new transmission system also gives the Mini 4 Pro 20 kilometers of range in North America and 10 kilometers range in Europe over the 12 kilometers of range in North America than the Mini 3 Pro had and eight kilometers of range in Europe. This is a massive, upgrade but at the same time it's not really because who's flying 10 kilometers away or even 20 kilometers away who's even flying eight kilometers away in the uk at least you need to have visual line of sight of your drone at all times so you can't really fly any more than about 300 to 400 meters before you can't see your drone so you shouldn't really be flying any further than that so the range doesn't really matter at this point it's so far away that you're not really going to reach that what it does mean is you should get slightly better connection, but I've never had connection issues on the Mini 3 Pro. It, again, quality of life update. It's nice to have that extra kind of peace of mind with the connection, but I don't think it's really necessary in this case. Another minor update is that the max download speed of files onto the controller from the drone has been increased from 5.5 megabytes per second on the Mini 3 Pro to 10 megabytes per second on the uh, Mini 4 Pro. And for most people, I don't think this will even matter at all because I think most people will probably be taking their micro SD card out of their drone and putting it into an, a card reader so that they can actually just put it straight onto their laptop or computer. So finally, in terms of differences is the price. And this is quite interesting. So DJI Mini 4 Pro with the basic RC controller, so the one without the screen, is £689 in the UK and $759 in the US. Whereas the Mini 3 Pro is £639 in the UK or $759 in the US. So it's the same price in the US, um, which is kind of interesting. Whereas the um, Mini 4 Pro with the DJI RC2, so that's the uh, controller with the screen included, is £869 in the UK and $959 in the US. Whereas the Mini 3 Pro with the DJI RC, so again, the one with the screen, is £769 in the UK and $909 in the US. So pricing here is really important and we'll come back to why this is the case a little bit later. So those are all of the differences between the Mini 3 Pro and the Mini 4 Pro, but here's a very quick list of the key features that are the same on both drones. So both drones are still classed as ultralight and come in at under 249 grams with the basic battery. 
Um, fundamentally, they are both very small and portable, which is a key selling point for both of these drones. You get the same 48 megapixel 1 over 1.3 inch sensor on both the drones, and the camera on both can be rotated for your vertical shooting, as you can see on my Mini 3 Pro here. You can rotate it to vertical video, which is an exceptional feature, especially if you film a lot of stuff for social media. It's really good to have that feature so you can film both vertical and landscape shots. The basic battery lasts 34 minutes on both, which we discussed before, and they're both capable of shooting either 12 megapixel or 48 megapixel RAW and JPEG files. They're both also capable of shooting 10-bit video in a high dynamic range picture profile, even though those HDR picture profiles are slightly different. So now we've got all the similarities and the differences out of the way, Let's talk about whether these differences are enough to justify buying the Mini 4 Pro over the Mini 3 Pro, depending on your situation. Firstly, for someone in my situation who already has the Mini 3 Pro, I honestly think 99% of people don't need to upgrade because most of the differences here are relatively minor. I think DJI are aware that this is a fairly small update with all things considered. I also have to say that it's only a small update because DJI made such a ridiculously good drone with the Mini 3 Pro. And it's also difficult to cram any more technology into a drone that is limited to being under 249 grams to come under that ultralight category. So they've done a good job in terms of the actual updates they've done. I just think they've come out with a product that's not enough advanced to justify buying a new drone, if that makes sense. Personally, from my opinion, I think if there's any more difference between the prices of these two drones, then almost everyone would go for the Mini 3 Pro because a lot of the essential and key features that make the Mini 4 Pro an excellent drone are already present in last year's drone. So why would you go for the new one if you've already got basically all, all the things you need in the previous one? However, this is where it really gets kind of interesting because we saw the first significant price drop of the Mini 3 Pro around the end of August this year. And this was for the configuration where you get the drone as well as the DJI RC, so the um, controller with the screen and it went down to under £700 when it was originally retailed for £859. So it's quite a significant price drop from when it was first released. And if we go to camelcamelcamel.com, which if you're not using already, it's a really good price tracker for Amazon to see how the price fluctuates and whether you're at its lowest price it's ever been. So I had a look at this and I noticed that it was at its lowest price and it convinced me to pick this up as a significant upgrade from my original Mavic Mini that I've been using since 2019. And this is an absolute beast. Like this is so much better than the Mavic Mini in so many ways. So it's a really nice upgrade for me personally. And I heard the rumors of the Mini 4 Pro before I actually decided to buy this. And I wasn't that impressed with the rumors. So I just decided to buy this anyway because it was at a price that I wanted to buy it at basically so that's my decision i decided to buy it even knowing what the mini 4 pro offered i think the reason that price is a big factor here is because we're not likely to see any discounts of the mini 4 pro until around the same time next year if dji follows the same plan as last year with the mini 3 pro however we have several amazon sales coming up fairly soon so we have one on the 10th and 11th of october and we have, you know, Black Friday and all the kind of holiday sales coming up then as well. So I think we'll see some huge discounts on the Mini 3 Pro in those sales. I would honestly wait until those sales, see if there's any huge discounts and then decide to buy the Mini 3 Pro then or 
if you don't see any of those, then you can still decide to buy the Mini 4 Pro if you want to. But for someone who hasn't got either of these drones yet and is looking to upgrade from something like the Mini 2 or the Mini SE, which is basically the Mavic Mini, I would personally wait until we see those big discounts on the Mini 3 Pro because they will happen at some point. And definitely go for the Mini 3 Pro rather than Mini 4 Pro because you'll save yourself a lot of money and you'll get, you know, 85, 90% of the features that you've got in the Mini 4 Pro already from something that's way cheaper so you'll actually get so much better value out of that purchase there are some people who i'd recommend go for the mini 4 pro and the first of those is someone who needs the extra safety of the omnidirectional obstacle avoidance so someone who's maybe tracking themselves running or mountain bike biking through trees or different difficult obstacles they would definitely benefit from the mini 4 pro for that extra omnidirectional obstacle avoidance because if it, if the drone goes sideways at all if you're using the mini 3 pro you will crash it alternatively it would be someone who particularly needs 4k at slower motion speeds than 4k 60 can give you again that's a very specific case but if you're shooting action sports for example such as you know skiing or mountain biking or water sports then you might benefit from that extra kind of slow motion in some way these are super edge cases in my opinion and the majority of people I think should hold out for those Mini 3 Pro discounts that are going to be coming at some point. In my opinion, the active track and obstacle avoidance sensor updates as well as the extra frame rate options are the only meaningful updates between the Mini 4 Pro and the Mini 3 Pro. And the other kind of features that they've added are kind of nice to haves but not truly essential. But I'd love to hear your opinion. If you already own the Mini 3 Pro, are you considering upgrading to the Mini 4 Pro? Or are you happy with the Mini 3 Pro like I am right now? I'm 100% happy with my buying decision. But if you don't own either of these drones, are you going to buy the Mini 4 Pro for those extra features? Or are you going to wait and get the Mini 3 Pro on a discount? Because you're going to get some insane discounts on this. I guarantee you at some point you will. So it's whether you're willing to wait for them. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop me a like if you're watching on YouTube and consider giving me a rating if you're listening to the audio version. Otherwise, that's been it. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Cheers.